0: With us. He was here a little bit over a year ago. Brother Nissan Ibrahim is from Uganda. He is pastor of the Daystar Cathedral, for over 3,000 members there. He has also founded a radio station, orphanage, childcare, all kinds of things. This brother is a busy brother, and he has been used of God in a wonderful way. Uh, To reach people, Uh, Doctor Rick Reeves over at Hillcrest introduced us uh, about a year and a half ago, and he came on a Sunday night. So he, I wanted him to come back on a Sunday morning so the rest of you could hear him. Would you? There is going to be a video, and then right after the video, Brother Ibrahim is going to come and bring God's word. So watch the screens. Program you are watching. This is far. This is far we have gone to treat these beautiful children, to give them hope, to feed them, to house them, to teach them and to make them be what God has created them to be. Thank you for feeding, for teaching, for supporting our beautiful, precious children in our orphanage. Right now we're running over 250 children in Kinyamaseke, Uganda. Trust God with us. We need to complete these buildings so that our children can have a wonderful and nice home. In this video, you'll be able to see how they sleep, how they, they, they go to classes, and how we cook the meal to them. You'll be able to see the missionaries that have come down to work with us. And we invite every church to come. Come work with us. Come spend time with our children. They lost their fathers. They lost their mothers. They lost their siblings. But you are their brother, their father. Their mother, your donation, your giving will make a difference in their lives. Thank you for giving to the Lord. Look at that beautiful girl. Look how she's getting a smile because you care. We are grateful. This is Nassan. We have been so far, uh, many, many years, dealing with these beautiful children. We have seen men and women coming out of them. Help us! We need some beds. We need them to sleep very well. Look at those beds. We need to build, to, to buy some beds. A bed and a mattress will cost us about $75. $75 you can donate a bed and a mattress and a blanket and our beautiful children can have a wonderful sleep. We ask you to keep praying for those boys and girls that they will have their bright future. Those are two buildings we are trying to complete. Uh, we have finished that dormitory uh, and they, now they're doing very well, but we still have a long way to go. We know and we believe and trust God that you, us, and our God, we can make a difference in this beautiful orphanage home in niki Maseke, Uganda, where we have over 250 children. I noticed on the earth In heaven, now proclaim. That is the building we're trying to work on right now. Uh, We want to put the plaster, the floor, the windows, and the doors. I am almost sure there were tears in your eyes as Jesus took your hand and you stood before the Lord. All volunteers from every church, please, you're welcome. All of the children are encouraged by spending time with them, loving them, play soccer with them. Come do the Bible vocation to our children. Come, spend time eating with them. They will know that there's somebody in the kingdom of God. Will you come, please? Will you help? Will you support? Allow me to say, because you give, we have some presidents in the future through these children. We have some good preachers that will come out of these beautiful children. Thank you for putting a smile from to such a beautiful children. That smile means a lot to you. And to God, God bless you. I am so glad you came. Amen. Let's give God a hand of praise, please. Thank you, Pastor, for having me back once again. I don't think I've ever met your wife. Nice to meet you thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to come back and take time watching that video and I've been talking with the pastor I said you need to come to Uganda preach for us I want him to come meet our kids meet our ministry and I told him ask your church to pay for your ticket (laughs) and he said well they may pay only one way I said well if they pay (laughs) I said if they pay for you one way I will pay for another way we had a good conversation about that anyhow right now I'm trying to help these children to sleep like any other blessed children if you'd come and see the bed where they sleep and how they do we try our best the 250 children cannot fit in this building even but God has been so so good for these kids I have seen with my eyes They are coming out With a bright future And I believe that one day Some of them God will use them to spread The gospel of the kingdom I'm trying to raise 250 beds A bed, mattress Blanket and bed sheet Cost me 75 dollars and so far, God has blessed. I've been here two months, but now I'm down to 79 beds left. You think God awesome? Come on, give him praise for that. So God who has already provided the uh, seven, uh, two, uh, all those, and I believe he can provide the 79, those who are left. So I'm here for two more weeks, and then I'll head back home. You pray with me that God will provide. Now every Monday I have to send home at least $600 to buy food for the whole week. And how am I raising these funds? These kids uh, come up with this kind of make these handbags. We train them to make these so that when they grow up they can make their own future. So I have come with some of you who took them last time. We have some aprons. For $20 donation, this bag is very beautiful for $20. I have a few of them. And then we have oven mitts for $10 each. So as soon as we finish every collection from this, on Monday tomorrow, we'll be with the Western Union, and then they get food for the whole of the week. The money we receive from Love Offering, we try to buy those bags. Please pray and see how God will help you. You. Do you want to help me? amen so thank you very much greetings from my family we are doing very well my kids are doing very well i'm happy and pray for my wife we are doing so good amen will you rise up for the reading of the word of god please <clears throat> let's go to the gospel of mark gospel of mark uh chapter two And verse 1, if you're there, say amen. amen. Good, you're so fast. And again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. That's the good news, to know Jesus Christ was in the house. And I believe he's in the house even this morning. You know, we can't do without him. He has to be in this house today. Immediately, many gathered together so that there was no room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. I'm fixing to preach the word to you. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. You need to know the power of the word. Remember one man said, Jesus, speak the word and my servant shall be healed. So the word heals. The word strengthens, the word comforts, the word set free the captive. I believe in this service, somebody is going to go home knowing that God has spoken to your heart. Amen? Amen. Then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men, and they could not come near him because of the crowd. They uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they left down the bed of which the paralytic was lying when Jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven you somebody say amen because that's the message I'm going to emphasize on the greatest miracle and some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts why does this man speak blasphemies like this who can forgive sin but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his speech that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about the things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the politic, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man has power. On earth forgive sin. Amen. I like that. That's a good time for amen. He said to the paralytic. I said to you. Finish for me please. Everybody read that. Immediately he arose. Took up the bed. And went out in the presence of them all. So that all were amazed. And glorified God saying. We never saw anything like this this. Let me ask pastor's wife to pray for the word of God, please. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. That This is a very, very wonderful story that I want to share with you today and this morning. I know your pastor has preached about this sermon many, many times. Great preacher. I may not come close, but I believe the word of God is always new. Amen? So we will ask the Spirit of God to lead us and to guide us because he has something he wants to communicate to us today in this service. I'm holding this book. This book is called the Bible. The Bible means the correction of 66 books. From Genesis to Revelation are 66 six books. But each book is full of miracles. This book is a book of miracles. This book is a book that where God reveals His power. This book is the book that where if you doubt, if you ever try to doubt, doubt your doubts, but don't doubt God. Amen. God is not a myth. God is real. The Bible says that He was there in the beginning. The Bible says He is not a son of man that He should lie. The Bible says that I, the Lord, I change not. That's why the children of Jacob are not consumed. The Bible says in Hebrews that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, if you take those three scriptures from the whole Bible, this makes God a real God. Hallelujah. So I want to share with you today what could be the greatest miracles. What is the greatest miracle among all miracles? If I can talk about the miracle of the Red Sea when they departed the Red Sea God departed the Red Sea That was a huge miracle They went through the dry land If I talk about How he fed them the manna from heaven That was another great miracle How about when I talk about Elijah Reviving or resurrecting a child That was another Incredible miracle How about if I talk about Elijah Calling the fire from heaven And the fire came down That is another huge miracle. How about if I talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego coming out of the fiery fantasy? That is another big miracle. That's another huge one. How about if I talk about David killed the bear, killed Goliath, and killed the lion? Incredible. Those are other Miracles. The Bible talks miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. How about if I talk about this dead man, Lazarus, who was dead how many days? Four days in the grave. Jesus comes and says, Lazarus, come forth. And people thought maybe Jesus has a problem on his brain. The man has been buried for four days. How do you call him to come back? And guess what happened? He came back to life. That's another huge miracle. How about to my, blind man who cried and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And he said, what do you want me to do? He said, I want my side back. And just said, your faith has healed you. And his eyes was open. That's another great miracle. How about the woman of initial blood touched the hem of his garment. And the Bible say immediately the power of God came out and healed this woman. But still my question is what is the greatest miracle? Now this story of this man I've just shared with you he's a man that was born grew up like any other boy but something happened to him because God did not create him paralyzed but something happened to him. I don't know whether this is a new doctrine or not sickness and diseases are not coming from God are coming from the devil. And I will tell you why, because Jesus said in John 10, 10, Satan came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The work of the devil is to destroy you, your marriage, your business, your home. The devil wants to see you crying, depressed, bound. The devil doesn't want to see you happy smile. smiling. Why? He's a murderer. But Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So, in the text I've just read to you, it gives you a very powerful picture of a man who was born paralyzed. And when these four men carried him, bring him to Jesus, he was expecting a healing miracle. He wanted to walk like any other person, he wanted to go and have a job like any other person. So he could not wait to get to Jesus. And when they reached the door, the door was full. They tried the windows, the windows were full. Now they said, what do we do? They said, why, why can't we uncover the roof? And when they began uncovering the roof, he was excited. I'm about to get to the healing Jesus. And instantly, the moment he sees my condition, the way he looked, the way I am, he will heal me. Are you still with me? The moment they uncovered the roof, Jesus looked at them and said, Son! And this man was explained to hear, You are healed! He did not get that. He said, What? Your sins are forgiven you. Oh. What is the greatest miracle ever? Is when the cripple walking? Is when the blind eyes open? Is when the dead come back to life? Is when the red seas departed? What is the greatest miracle? Ladies and gentlemen, when miracles happened in the Bible days, during Jesus' time, the Bible said there was no joy in heaven. But when one soul, hello, are you with me? When one soul come to Jesus, the Bible say what? There is great joy in heaven. That makes me know that the greatest miracle is when my sins are forgiven. The greatest miracle ever that I ever saw in my life is 1983 when I was 17 years old, hopeless, frustrated, don't know what to do and don't know where to go. Jesus touched my life. And when he touched my life, in that situation when I was hopeless boy, frustrated, bound in the bondage of Islam, Heading to hell. Living the life without hope. I received the greatest miracle. The miracle received I got born again. I get to know that Jesus Christ is the begotten son of God. I get to know that Jesus Christ died and buried on the third day he came back to life. I came to know that Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of God, the Father in heaven. So what is the greatest miracle? It's when my sins are forgiven. Oh, come on, give him praise, give him praise. I'm not speaking to all of you. But I believe I'm speaking to somebody. If you have never received this greatest miracle... And if you can tell the people the truth, you are not happy in your heart. You are not free in your spirit. Why? Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Oh, you did not hear me. The wages of sin is death without holiness no one will see god you may hold the bible you may come to church coming to church does not make you a christian coming to church and singing a choir does not make you a christian and i will prove this to you right now i'm in america but being in america does not make me an american What makes you be a Christian is not because your father is a preacher or your father is a deacon. What makes you a Christian, you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord. Glory to God. And then you confess all your sin, and then you hear this voice in uh, in you uh, know in, uh, in Mark chapter two, Son, your sins are forgiven. You remember this man came to be healed. Remember this man came to receive a miracle. Remember he came to Jesus, who just is a healer. Jesus did not see his condition, he did not see how he was suffering, he did not see the pain this man was in, but Jesus saw their faith. In this service, please don't show Jesus your problem, show him your faith don't try to show jesus how you are suffering how you are in trouble how you're in the midst of the storm yes he knows you're in the storm he knows yes you're going through some challenges he knows yes you have some troubles in your in your in your health in your life health issues maybe your marriage is in chaos maybe you're in financial stress he has no eyes to see your problem he has eyes to see your faith so when he saw their faith immediately said, son and this man in that condition opened his eyes and ears to jesus and he had the voice your sins are forgiven Whew. what a joy What a joy the day when you know that your sins are forgiven. What a joy when you know that if you die today, you'll be able to miss the Messiah. What a joy if you die today and you know, I'm sure, don't worry about me, I know where I'm going. When I was coming in this country, one friend of mine asked me a question, where are you going? She didn't know where I was going, but I knew where I was going. I told him I'm going to the USA. He said, who is going to pick at the airport? He didn't know who was going to pick me from the airport. But I knew who was waiting for me on the airport. I have good news. If you know that you have Jesus in your heart, you know where you are heading. If you know that your sins are forgiven, your name is written, in the book of life, you know who is waiting for you on the airport, the other side of the river. Oh, come on now. Amen. Let me tell you what happened when I came in this country the first time. I did not know anybody. And the airport was uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Was were so many people. Everywhere, so many people. And then I said, how am I going to identify somebody waiting for me? And in the distance, I saw a guy with a plaque with my name on and he was doing like this and I was doing like this I knew where he was going and somebody was waiting on me do you know I have good news for you if you have Jesus in your heart somebody the the side of the river with a plaque with their name on what's your name my brother Steve your name will be written. You don't need to ask, you just see your name Steve. And oh, it's me. How will your name be on that plaque? How your name will be on that chart? Is today when you make Jesus your personal Savior and Lord. Come on. Now. In that room, there were some scribes. They were seated right there. They heard this voice of Jesus, your sins are forgiven. They said, who is this forgive? Who is blasphemy? Who forgives sin? Do you know, I, I grew up in Islamic faith. That's how they grumble all the time. I think those people were Muslims, I guess. <laughs> because Muslims grumble, they don't know that Jesus has power. They don't know that Jesus can set you free. They don't know that Jesus Christ can forgive your sin. That's how I grew up knowing. I grew up knowing only Muhammad and Allah. Thank God for the missionaries who came to Uganda in 1983 and touched my life and and showed me Jesus. you You better keep sending missionaries around the world. I wouldn't be here today. I would be born again today if the mission did not come to Uganda. I am here because somebody went and told the, the story about Jesus. So they say, Who is this blaspheming? Who forgives sin? Only God. They didn't know that Jesus is God. Do you believe that? He's Emmanuel. Emmanuel means what? God is with us he was in the beginning in the beginning there was word and the word was with God and the word was and the word is Jesus the Muslims don't believe that way <laughs> oh glory do you know why I'm excited I'm forgiven do you know why I jump please if I jump too much just forgive me I'm an African <laughs> my culture and your culture is totally different If I don't jump and shout amen, I don't feel comfortable. Glory. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Then Jesus looked at them and said, Why are you grumbling and complaining? Let you know that the Son of Man has power. Where? On the earth. And where? In heaven. To forgive sin. Do you love Jesus? He has power on the earth. He has power in the United States of America. He has power in Russia. He has power in China. He has power in India. He has power in Uganda. All over the world. Jesus is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Finish it for me. Oh me. Yes, you did good. I would give you A. Even me shall bow. Whether the devil like or not, even shall bow. Muhammad shall bow. Hindu shall bow. Buddha shall bow. And confess that Jesus is the Lord. Mr. Birgit shall bow. Mr. Obama shall bow Don Trump shall bow Whether you are a millionaire or not You shall bow And every time shall confess That Jesus is Lord Whether you are too proud for you think you can't bow Well he'll find me I will introduce myself Hello I am Mr. Who I am one of the richest man in the whole world. He said, well, I know See, even God belongs to me. What you got is me who gave it to you. You shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Lord. As I conclude my sermon today, Jesus turned to this man and said, arise, pick up your bed, go home, and instant, the power of God touched this man. He rose up and picked his bed and walked and went home. Why? Why do you think he was healed? Because he received the first, the greatest miracle. Do you know what that means? It means seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And then the rest shall be added unto you. The healing miracle came after the greatest miracle took place. As the pastor prepared to come, I want you to hear this carefully and listen carefully. I don't know what you're going through, I don't know what is your challenge, I don't know what is your problem. But I guarantee you today if you let Jesus be the Lord in your life if you let Jesus be number one in your life if you let Jesus Christ be the beginning and the end in your life be the Alpha and the Omega be the bright morning star everything will be added unto you. And this morning I want to open this altar and ask you please Whether you are saved or not, let Jesus be the Lord. Let him give you joy. Let him give him peace. Let him give you freedom and liberty. If you have been doubting, if your faith has been going down, today you can go home straight and free and healed and saved. Jesus is in the house why because we have read it in this book it is here right now pastor let's all rise up and bow down your head I don't know what the song we are going to sing let's all stand bow down your head and pray for you are they prepared to sing as you bow down your head what kind of a miracle you came for today What kind of a miracle that you need God to perform for you today, this week, this year? What kind of a miracle you want to see happening in your family, in your children, in your marriage? What kind of a miracle you want to see happening in this great country and other and around the world? Jesus is in the house. Father, I pray let somebody go home with the greatest miracle ever.